You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these days as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, PostWrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and of course... YouTube.com forward slash up next. You can find us every Wednesday night, 10.30 Eastern Time for our live post shows of NXT. But tonight was slightly different. Oh, yes, it was. Boys and ghouls, it's Halloween Havoc. The first time in a long time. First time in a long time, <laughs> yes. Uh, 20 years, I think, since the last one. Because wow. unless, yeah, I can't think of anything that's been done since WCW. So. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. Um, uh, everyone thought AEW would be the show to bring this back. But no, WWE quickly jumped on that. They said, you got Batch of the Beach. Yeah. We're doing, we're doing the Halloween one for sure. Uh, yeah, we go live every Wednesday night after NXT. We watch NXT and then we talk about it. And, of course, we do it in podcast form. But we go live on YouTube. But tonight was Halloween Havoc, so we decided to do a Halloween Havoc watch-along slash Halloween Havoc costume party Zoom. Yeah, we had a Zoom costume party tonight. Oh, and yeah. we had so many guests, or friends, as we say yeah. here. Friends! In the room. We had... Uh, Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. Was in there. Yeah, uh, Cameron Grimes was in full gear. <laughs> yep, full, full gear. And we mean it. Cameron Grimes wasn't even in full gear. No, he wasn't. But like, our Cameron Grimes was in full gear. Uh, we had... He uh, even had the moon. He had the moon behind yeah. him. Uh, with traces of water. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> we had Slapjack in the room. We had Slapjack from Retribution. He joined us. He joined us. Uh, who else did we have? Rick the Model Martel. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's a toss-up for best costume between Rick the Model, Martel, and Cameron Grimes. I think so. Yeah, but then Kurt Cobain came in. 
<laughs> yeah, Kurt Cobain minus uh, gunshot wounds. Or, yeah, yeah. Looked good, though. Looked good. Looked good. <laughs> I thought it was John Lennon. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I thought it was John Lennon, but yeah. it turned out to be Kurt Cobain. Who else was there? We had Blue Demon. We had Blue Demon, a.k.a. Blue Demon from New Jersey. <laughs> yes, Blue Demon from New yeah, Jersey. Yeah, yeah, he was great. Uh, he he looked great. We had all sorts Ultimate of... Warrior we had in the room. Uh, Cactus Jack. Cactus Jack. And Noel. Catch up on his... <laughs> and Noel <laughs> his Foley. Friend, and Noel Foley. <laughs> Uh, it was wild. And I don't know, obviously this is a podcast form, uh, but for the people watching at home, uh, me, me and you, uh, we dressed up for the occasion. We did indeed. Yeah. We're still dressed up right now. <laughs> We're still right, right now. Uh, I, you decided to dress up as former NXT Tag Team Champion, Tyler Breeze. Yes. So you're Davey Breeze. Davey Breeze or Stripper Cop. And then I thought, what could be the scariest thing that an NXT wrestler could could dress as? And I decided, an AEW wrestler. What a heel. My favorite. I'm dressed as Hangman Adam Page, uh, at Up Next Podcast on Twitter and Instagram for the photos of us in our costumes. What's even better is, both of the costumes we decided uh, are are, are vests. Yep. Right? Waistcoats, if you will, if you're British. Right, yeah. And then uh some point during our watch along in costume, you disappeared. And I wasn't sure where you went for like a good five minutes. Turns out our landlord just happened to be walking by while I think you were out having a smoke. And he didn't even realize you were dressed as Tyler Breeze. I don't know. Cop, I think stripper that cop. <laughs> I said um I said in my impact report this week yeah. that I think I've just been beaten down to submission <laughs> where I'm like, yeah, that was fantastic. <laughs> I feel that's how our landlords are with us. Yeah. Like I go outside in a in a black fur vest with Furry a vest. A cop badge, no uh-huh. shirt underneath and a cop hat. And inside he's probably going like, ugh. Fucking course they are. <laughs> Instead, he's like, "Hey, how's the heating, guys?" Oh, great! Like, little chilly right now. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, he was dressed as Ray Romano. He was dressed as Ray Romano. <laughs> that's everything. And I'm like, dude. I'm like, yeah. Sorry, we're kind of doing a show right now. Oh, okay, so that's cool. So, how's the toilet? Oh my it's god! It's like not flooding right now, Ray. Can you can you leave me alone? <laughs> Yes, yeah, so I at least I didn't go out and join you. He would have been like, "Why are you both in vests? Why are you?" He would point to me. Why am I wearing a wig? Uh, and why do I have a noose yes. around my neck? There's a lot of questions. Yeah, a lot of things we didn't want to answer. Uh, but of course, it's because we're doing a watch along costume Zoom party. That was so much fun. I'm, I got, I wanted to be Hangman because I I felt like he was my favorite wrestler this year. And it's like, what do I have to do to be him? Wear a bandana. Wear your mask. Just have blonde, luscious hair, which I don't have, so it was a wig. Um, I didn't want to be Fandango. I think that's what I'll do next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, you look just like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, so uh, we dressed up as costumes. We had our Zoom party. Uh, it was a lot of fun. So uh, definitely check out our watch-alongs in the near future. You did a bunch of watch-alongs. We did Hell in the Cell. We did Hell in a Cell, did Bound for Glory, and then my post-show with Nate. Um, yeah, there's um, this weekend, I believe, actually, a few plugs. Um, the Long and Winding Royal Road. I'll be talking with WH Park all about um, Steve Williams versus Kenta Kobashi okay. from All Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, look at WH's Twitter because he's tweeted out the match, uh, but recorded that like last month with WH and really, really good. Always great talking to WH. So look out for that on the post-wrestling feed. Yeah. But on our feed, we have, we're keeping it spooky. We have top five spooky moments 
Uh, unfortunately, Stephanie Chase couldn't uh, join us in the end. Uh, just card subject to change, right? Yeah, but um, we had the spooky master, John But we Cino. had John Ceno from Zombie Pod and Shot in the Dark come and we just uh, talk all about our favorite spooky moments in wrestling. So that's going to be dropping this weekend along with, oh boy. Oh yeah. Oh boy. An yeah. episode of Up Yours. Yeah. Talk and Shopper Mania with our world champion, Dan Reed. We'll be talking all about... Uh, Thanks, Dan. Probably the worst pay-per-view of the year. Um, what? Did we watch the same thing? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be talking all about that uh, this Sunday, also on the Patreon. But if you don't want to join, but you want a little bit more of us, we have one Halloween oh. gift for you. And what a gift it is. Halloween, Halloween. Happy, happy Halloween, Halloween. Halloween. Uh, we started this podcast and we were doing a lot. Of, we do so many shows, like you mentioned on the Patreon. We have our Halloween Havoc 93 review, Twilight Zone, Evil Dead. This whole month was spooky. But yeah, we've in the past been doing a lot of movie reviews and we do free ones. We just did Batman Returns. That was a lot of fun. But if you look, if you've been listening this long, maybe you're kind of newer to us. Uh, we love horror movies here. Uh, I am obsessed with Halloween. John Carpenter. I watch it every year. Just watched it the other day. Jamie Lee Curtis. John Carpenter commentary. I'm a nerd. I think people know Halloween. We're nerd. I, was a n- I nerded out. It was great. But we, we covered Halloween and we covered Halloween 2. Well, we figured we did those two movies in two years. Why don't we just make it a tradition every Halloween until we stop podcasting? Uh, every Halloween, we'll do a Halloween so this year is the night he doesn't come home. Yes. This is the first time I've seen this film. Because yeah. as a kid, when I was getting into Halloween, I was like, what do you mean Michael Myers isn't in He's not in number it? three? And this is when what? I get them on DVD. So I, I skip right ahead to four. Yep, um, exactly. This is the first time I've watched it. Uh, I'm sure it'll be a great chat. We love chatting yes. horror films. This and is for free. Best deaths. On the free feed where you're listening to this very feed. Out early Halloween, you can listen to us review Halloween 3 uh, with no Michael Myers. No Michael so, Myers. So, yeah, that's going to be a fun one. That's uh, a lot. all the stuff we've been doing. But patreon.com slash up next. $5 a month gets you every show we've done. All the new reviews. All the new stuff. And I'll tell you, the November November schedule that we have in our in our back pocket is looking pretty lit yeah we'll be tweeting that out just in the next couple of days and putting it on the facebook page so if you're wanting to join on the first of the month uh have a little look at all the shows we're going to be offering next month yeah patreon.com slash up next and it's halloween's obviously it's actually spooky season you can't get mad at me for saying it now because it's actually you only we only have a few more days uh have you have you done anything like i know times are hard in you can't really go to parties you can't really go out it like kinda. It's cold here in Canada. People, clo- our bars are closed early, and and obviously because we're in a pandemic. But are you are you in the spooky season mood? I have been. Spirit? Yeah, I've watched a bunch of yeah. horror. I've been working my way through the Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors. Yeah, we've been watching a bunch of them. I'm at the point now where I'm like, ah, this is when the Simpsons got bad mm. because the last episode I watched was they've. They've gone done away with just spoofing horror things, and right. they're just spoofing whatever. They spoofed the diving bell and the butterfly. I don't know what that is. It's a film about uh, a guy who writes for, I believe, Vogue, um, and what? gets a stroke and is paralyzed and can only communicate through blinking one eye. Nothing like, not a horror film at all. Like, really no, emotional drama. Yeah. The Simpsons do that for their Halloween special. Oh, that's weird. Where Homer gets stung and gets paralyzed and can only communicate through farts. 
Ah. And I'm like, come on, guys. It's such good shit. Such good shit. Wow, that is bad sense. So that wasn't, that's pretty bad sense. We watched Simpsons. the OG ones. I like but the, the one early that, ones. But the early ones are really great. Marge is like a witch, and the, yeah, yeah, that one's uh, the spirit of Halloween. Groundskeeper Willie, yeah. The Shinning, yeah, yeah, and yeah. The Nightmare on Elm Street. But I also watched a film yesterday uh, called Host on, okay. on Shudder. Yeah. And it's been filmed during quarantine times. One of the girls in it actually went to my drama school, I found out after. And it's all through Zoom, and it's a bunch of, like, friends who it's set during quarantine, so they can't hang out with each other, and they decide to have a group seance on Zoom. Oh, my God. That's what you were trying to do me to do. Screw you, man. You were trying to do that. I call Braden a fraud, because he's all about spooky stuff, and then he's like, oh, I don't want to do a seance. I was like, let's do a seance on Zoom. Yeah, okay. I'm. I'm. Look, I feel like I don't believe in this shit, but... As soon as you're trying to invite these things, that's of course I've seen I've seen scary movies. That's how it works. There's always the person who's like, ah, oh, I don't believe, and then they die. I don't want that to happen. You know, maybe in like sixty years, we'll do a seance, seance. over Zoom. <laughs> Zoom will be ancient by then. Yeah, what do you think? Let's be? bring MSN back. MSN Messenger. Yeah, let's Nudge. do a seance over Zoom. Yeah, oh, a- MSN. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? Oh man, that'd be great. Uh, well, I've watched a bunch of old ones. I watched The Exorcist. You know, if it was on MSN though, I'd have to like keep on a like appearing offline and online again to make sure make the sure. ghost is aware that I'm there. Let the ghost Check my friends it. that the ghost hasn't blocked me. You can like, you can like tell people what music or song you're listening yeah. to and the ghost would know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they would, they would know cause they're in our fucking house. Our, our I'd house just be listening haunted. to the score from ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't want to do this Zoom seance thing. It sounds scary. You you want to get a, like a Ouija board so thing? When you're talking about spooky season, yeah. all you mean is... I really like buying pumpkin spice candles and lattes. Well, actually, I haven't had a pumpkin spice latte since, like, maybe the first time I talked about it on the show. I mean, maybe I'm a fraud in that way. But I did make pumpkin chili you did, indeed. tonight for our uh, up next meal of the week. I didn't think of any. It's the Halloween Havoc pumpkin chili. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Shotzi Blackheart chili. <laughs> That's it. That's all. That sounds great. What a clever idea of a Thank name. You. Uh, yeah. So uh, I had a lot of people. I've made it twice in one week now, and I had a lot of people asking me for the recipe. So maybe I'll have to get that up on the on the up next Instagram. That's where you'll find it at up next. That's where you can find it. Uh, but yeah, I've been enjoying Spooky Season. I'm not a fraud. I've been watching like three horror movies every night if I can. I've been. I wish you could go to like Halloween Haunt or Horror Nights, essentially our equivalent mm. here, but we can't. Uh, and it's and it's strange. So it's like I want we we here at the BDE, the Braden Davy Estate, we love throwing Halloween parties. In fact, we've had two consecutive. crazy Halloween parties that have gotten way out of hand. (laughs) So maybe it's a good thing that we take a break. I think we can still be spooky and enjoy the season without, hey, there's been so much we haven't been able to enjoy this year. I think we can cope without enjoying Halloween as well. Um, It's the one... one... We can put on Halloween films, go in costume, walk around the streets, scare people, pretend to murder some people in Christy Pitts Park. Yeah. Yeah, you can get the fun Halloween spirit. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, are we going to, are you going to still dress up as Tyler Breeze? Uh, yeah. People would just think, think you're so. a stripper. It's all right. I don't know what people will think I am. I, th- I think they'll, <laughs> I don't think they'll think, oh, that's Hangman Page and Tyler Breeze if we go out together, Brayden. Let's go for a walk later <laughs> and not change and see what happens. Because <laughs> we're both not wearing shirts under these vests. Yeah. <laughs> it's cold out. It's cold out. 
Let's uh, just head to Church Street and be yeah, done with exactly. it. Exactly. Okay? Yeah, yeah, it'll be all right. This noose doesn't do me any favors. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, let's talk about... I love how I dressed up. I did buy a green wig in case I wanted to be Shotzi Blackheart, but I felt like I didn't... It just wasn't as... It wasn't Shotzi-esque, really, was it? No. It, it was, was more a... like if Sharon Osbourne dyed her hair green. That's what it looked ended yeah. up looking like. That's what you get for buying wigs at the dollar store. <laughs> <laughs> Which already have Christmas shit out. I don't want to go there. Let's talk about NXT. Halloween Havoc from October 28th, 2020. Yes, Halloween Havoc is back and it's here tonight. Spin the wheel and make a deal. Hosted by Shotzi Blackheart, you mentioned, who has... Uh, fantastic costumes, I might add, right away, off the top. Her, she does costume changes. She is all in this. I she have is a now feeling, no fraud. No frauds. No fraud. Uh, I have a feeling uh, that Shotzi Blackheart would do a Zoom seance with me if I asked her. Hey, maybe you could... She's on Cameo now. Uh, or maybe not anymore. No, not anymore. Well, that, you missed your opportunity. Well, um, yeah, I can imagine, like, Shotzi is the perfect person to host this. I bet she's... So into Halloween and all this stuff. I bet some of these costumes, which looked amazing, she probably just had anyway. They're like, <laughs> they're all right, we're going to have to sort you out. No, I'm cool. I've got stuff. Yeah, the Elvira uh, outfit was my favorite from tonight. I knew. I think I even said, I'm like, she's obsessed with it. And Elvira like is the host of movies and spooky stuff. Like That's exactly what I thought she would be as. And she changed like three different times, but fantastic. Shotzi is great. I mean, obviously, she was just having so much fun leading up to this. She was hosting their Instagram thing this today as well. Like She was all over Halloween stuff. I think it was her getting her outfits today. Actually, oh, really? maybe in costumes. Uh, but yes, Halloween Havoc, hosted by Shotzi. And it starts off with the question we are all waiting to, to be answered is, will they have the giant pumpkin? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, earlier today, people were tweeting like, hey, there's no, there's no giant pumpkin. And then as the show went to air, it was there. Uh, amazing. I mean, it was typical wrestling fandom of course. right there. <laughs> You get an image tweeted out. Yeah, but there's no pumpkin. Oh, it's Halloween Havoc and there's no pumpkin. Yeah. I hate NXT. I'm watching AEW. Yeah. Uh, well, the pumpkin's there, but uh, I'm pretty sure it's not. I think someone attacks it, don't they? Is it, is it John? It, it got put out. Yeah. Pretty uh, early, but. Well, so we start off with like a Texas chainsaw guy. The, the, the visuals here, by the way, are fantastic. The way they, they shoot this and, and, and put all this footage of scary things and horror type things including like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre there's a guy with the chainsaw and Shotzi's got Shotzi's got the chainsaw I'm pretty sure is in this crazy outfit ripping he's away he's doing kind of uh, going for a rip the beginning of what is it Flashdance where she's like the mechanic I'm with all maniac. the sparks coming up same movie? yeah I think so yeah on the floor she's a maniac yeah she's here. got all the she's, sparks flying yeah. everywhere Fantastic. oh this looks so cool uh, and then we have this like guitarist and I don't I didn't catch who the actual guitarist was so if anyone in the chat right now or at Up Next Podcast whoever it is maybe they didn't mention them but he started like just wailing on the guitar here and out comes Damien Priest who got gets this like crazy huge entrance so we're starting off the show with the North American Championship on the line and yeah Damien Priest gets this like epic I want to say like he's not in a costume but he already is kind of, we I, I think he's I still think he's a vampire but he comes out like in his own way and I still think it kind of fits his character it, it was a Really great entrance, actually. I thought the the guy on the cu guitar was fantastic. Some yeah. of those like solos and stuff were 
pretty awesome. And going into Damien Priest's theme as well, uh, uh, I thought this was a great entrance and it made <laughs> me realise right off the bat, oh, they're going all in with this show. Uh, someone saying it was Kurt Cobain. <laughs> someone saying it was Rad Radford. Don't believe that. And someone says it was Man Mountain Rock. Don't know who that is either. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But it was awesome. But I'll tell you what it also is awesome is Johnny Gargano's gear. We all thought, what would Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae be? The power couple. They, they have to have the power couple costume. And I think they, they, they nailed it. Uh, they look fantastic. It's, yeah. it's a common costume in the world, but it takes a lot to do it because a lot of people just really kind of do it shit. I don't think their gear tonight was shit. Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae are Jack Skellington and Sally. We can live like Jack and Sally if we want. And yeah, this looked awesome. Uh, I love Fantastic. I love that movie. And I thought this was really cool Disney type gear. They, they love their Disney. And it's Gargano versus some metalhead here. Uh, look, this is great. But we have to spin the wheel. We do have Be- to spin that wheel. Because it's a spin the wheel, make the deal. Now, I don't remember if you remember Johnny Gargano hates wheels. Yes. Did you know, are you aware of this? I am aware. Oh. He even has a t-shirt about it now. <laughs> he fucking hates, he hates wheels. wheels. Uh, still, then does he walk to work? Mm-hmm. He must. If he doesn't like wheels. He doesn't see ever, that body? He doesn't ever get, yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess. He didn't look like no Jack Skellington. He mm-hmm. looked like a Jack. They didn't have zero though. Would have liked that. Uh, they, they, they were practicing how to spin the wheel last week, but tonight it's Shotzi who spins the wheel for you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be mad if I if I was I did all that the Garganos. I'd be like, oh, all that work. I practiced how to spin wheels, and Shotzi gets to spin it. Oh, okay. Uh, so Shotzi spins the wheel, and we land on uh, a like a street fight, a no DQ. It's kind of a little a bit of devil's a, playground. Yeah. Match. So a devil's playground match, which they just explain as. A false count anywhere match. A false count anywhere. Devils. The CWC is the Devils Playground. Wouldn't that be the Hell in a the Cell then? They called the Hell in a Cell the Devils Playground. The. I think that's the Elimination Chamber, is it not? Yeah, it's one of them. Yeah. Oh, but it was a false count anywhere match. Yeah, essentially, that's yeah. what this match is. Uh, so Johnny Gargano, Damian Priest, Devils Playground, Devils. Falls Count Anywhere match for the North American title. Also noted, the ropes are orange. Yes. Which is awesome. Attention to detail. Uh, Damian Priest beats down on Johnny Gargano. They start to brawl, and he hits a, a huge flatliner for a two-count. He then hits this spin heel kick, which definitely hits Johnny in the jaw. Uh, again, only a two-count. We go to commercial break, and it's picture-in-picture, picture, and Johnny like climbs the like stage ramp area and does like a con helo off of it into... Damien Priest. And then when we come back from break, it's Johnny who's going for weapons. It looks like he's got a kendo stick or something. But that's when Damien Priest pulls out a nightstick. And it's basically a lightsaber duel here. But it's Priest who hits the South of Heaven sit-out choke bomb for a two-count. But then this crazy spot where Gargano does like the sliced bread on the steel steps. like So he runs off the like apron, apron part onto the steps. So, yeah, so Priest goes... Smack yeah, this looked crazy, downstairs. but because it's false count anywhere, he can pin him on the steps, which he tries to do, but Graves kicks out. Uh, sorry, Graves. Priest kicks out. Now they're fighting through like the crowd part, but tonight is Halloween Havoc, and there's a graveyard. There's graveyard. The whole place is gimmicked here with 
like Halloween decorations and actual like a graveyard here. So they start to fight through this and then they start to fight through catering. Uh, and then we see them using like garbage cans. There's this thing. Not quite catering. It yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> I made a joke as we we're watching it because there was a table with like a food, a bag of chips on there. Yeah. So they, Johnny like uses this thing that's full of garbage and it basically has all the boxes of the Halloween decorations they bought that day at Target for Halloween Havoc. Yeah, and there was Amazon, like Amazon box. boxes in there and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it looks good. Uh, so Johnny throws that over towards Priest, but he can't quite pin him here. Uh, there's then, both of these guys are fighting on the stage at one point. There's super kicks. There's trash cans. It's all, it's all chaos. But then, as Priest has the advantage on top of this, like, set stage there the, the perch tube almost it's priest who's about to to beat up johnny when he is attacked from behind by ghost face yes yes like from scream, scream. ghost face <laughs> yeah uh ghost face full get up someone dressed as full as, as ghost face is billy loomis spoiler mm-hmm. uh attacks damien priest they stop him from hitting the reckoning. They beat him up. Johnny does a tornado DDT while running off the wheel. Yeah, which is like he's really like cool. he, it's a double. He's beaten up priest and he's like fuck you wheel and he <laughs> does that. He then that's just not enough. He then grabs a tombstone, like yes. an actual gravestone, like a like a marble gravestone yeah. or whatever. And then he he it's definitely not gimmicked. Not at all. No. no, not at all. He then smashes it over Damien Priest. Who then flies off this stage into this like gimmicked, uh, smoking, scary barn thing they had for like decoration, and it just explodes. And Damien Priest is just laid out, covered in like the smoke and dust and everything. Johnny climbs down, gets on top of him, pins him. Johnny Gargano is now a two-time, two-time North American champion. Wow, spooky. I thought this was a great opener. I really enjoyed this. Uh, not massively into these kind of plunder matches, but with it being all the kind of Halloween set, um, I thought it looked great. I think we, we were saying it's, oh, Devil's Playground, right. It's just a street fight. It's just a Fool's Count Anywhere match. It would have been maybe cool as they're like putting the rules across and saying what the match is, panning through like that graveyard and things. So yeah. you... You go watching it, oh, it's going to be a fool's count anywhere, but with all this stuff. But that's nitpicking. Yeah. Just the consensus from the room is like, oh, it's just this. It's just a fool's count anywhere. Just a fool's count anywhere match. But, it was but a they lot did of fun. make it more than that. It definitely lived up to the Halloween gimmick. Um, I'm happy Johnny Gargano has won, because I think we've been saying they he either needs to get this championship or move on, Right, I think. Uh, some really cool spots, both Priest and... Gargano doing like innovative stuff like the um I said that sliced bread was really cool the DDT off the wheel yeah I really enjoyed this great open to the show this was a lot of fun and it showed the you mentioned the panning and stuff they definitely it's weird they do that the rest of the show they pan through when they're coming Mm. back from break and stuff the way they use their their set and their like production 
like is so awesome to watch. The visuals were were great, but yeah, this match uh, was was so much fun. I, it's kind of what I expected. I just expected tonight to be fun. I wasn't expecting getting classic wrestling and five star wrestling. No, matches, that's not but, what Halloween happens yeah. about. It's campy. It's spooky. Yeah. It's and I got that out of this, and I thought this was really fun. And I'm super happy Johnny Gargano won the title, and it it kind of just kind of alters everything instantly. You know, it kind of puts everything in. Yeah. There's different matches. There's so many different things, avenues we can go through. And Ghostface, uh, where we were all like, well, wait, it can't be Candace because it was a, definitely like a dude, bigger dude in, not bigger, but way bigger than Candace. Well, yeah, just height-wise looked kind of taller than Gargano, I thought. Yeah. Here. It looked a lot like Austin Theory. Okay. In my opinion. That's who you're thinking? Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll find out. Will this be the last time we see Ghostface tonight? Or will there be a Scream 2? Hopefully not a Scream 3. 4 was all right. 4 was good. 5 coming. You see the Gail Weathers hair, I do ha- hair I saw shots. Gail Weathers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the first thing people looked at. <laughs> what is her hair going to be? Uh, so we'll see. But Johnny Gargano, new North American champion. Uh, that was great. We cut to the commentary table. And we see Wade Barrett. And Vic Joseph, and Vic Joseph was told he had to show up in costume because they were going to have a costume contest against Wade Barrett. And he's upset because he's in a costume and Wade Barrett's just in his normal clothes. And Wade Barrett's like, huh, joke's on you. Pulls out a gavel, smacks it on the announce table and goes, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. And then laughs at him and says, you just lost. Because <laughs> everyone popped. Vic was dressed as Waldo. Waldo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where was he? Where was he? Where was Beth? <laughs> like, I'm so, like, we all know you're at home, Beth, but can't we just see you? Like, at all? Can't you be in the, on the, one of the screens? Yeah, we figured out how to in use costume. Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Beth. She was not in costume, I bet. She should have been. As the Glamazon. She, she, <laughs> be in costume and then, then be like, oh, what? You're not filming me? <laughs> I've done all yeah, this yeah. for nothing. <laughs> uh, we get a video package. For our NXT champion, Finn Balor, answering the question, will we see the demon tonight? No. No, we, we will not see the demon tonight. But the just the fact that they're showing vignettes of him kind of makes me think that he can't be far off coming back. Yeah, And obviously coming. they've not vacated the title or whatever. So I'm assuming everything's going well and he's making a speedy recovery. Yes, Finn Balor coming back soon. Uh, man, the, he probably still can't talk right now. Uh, <laughs> but I hope he's all right because I'm still thinking about that match he had with Kyle. Uh, we go to... <laughs> The start of something great. Uh, Cameron Grimes is backstage. Now, he has his match tonight with, with Dexter Loomis. But he runs into William Regal, who says, where do you think you're going? I have a lovely van outside. <laughs> it's going to take you to the Haunted House of Terrors match. And he's like, what? He's like, come with me. Come with me. And he's scary. I th- I thought he was fantastic here. Uh, William Regal, that is. Cameron Grimes, Gr- too. Cameron Grimes is very entertaining. He's very over the top. He's playing terrified really well. Uh, very panto, like very, like, exaggerated. William Regal, however, felt to me like he was playing the, um, almost like, you know, the salesman who's selling the haunted house. And is Vincent just, Price? And no, he's just very House like Haunted Hill? just very no. Ju- I'm just talking stereotypical characters yeah. you have in those movies. The guy like yeah, selling that the haunted house or the ho- the creepy hotel owner or stuff like this, and being like no no, follow me to your rooms. 
And like just being super creepy and polite, but you know he's mm. got shit in store. Mm. Uh, I thought Regal was great. You're saying he should be cast in a scary movie. Yeah, in, why not? In that role. He's cast in this one. <laughs> William Regal's like, come with me. I'm going to take you somewhere. And he's like, no, you're going to take me somewhere scary. And he's like, no, I'm not. I'm going to take you to the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not the full sale parking lot, but we have to accept we, that we have a new parking yeah, lot. Yeah, <laughs> we've, we've got to accept that it, it its its spirit lives on. Yeah. That, you're right. Yeah. The spirit of the, the, the parking lot at full sale lives on in the CWC. One of people who work at Full Sail are just like, have you noticed like way less has happened in that parking lot since we kicked those wrestlers out? <laughs> you mean the security that didn't do it, anything like, who weren't it's there? It's like a demon. You can move house, but it's attached to you. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like if you get the grudge like and you try to just move, it's yeah, going to come to your new chase place. You. It's like yeah. attached to your soul. Yeah, it's like our haunted chair. If it we is, bring the yeah. chair somewhere, that place gets haunted. Mm. That's what happens, yeah. We have... Uh, I'm going to call them the Pat Pack. Okay. <laughs> that's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Pack. I like yeah. that. I like that. Uh, and of course, I'm referring to Pat McAfee. I wanted to be him for Halloween. Pat McAfee? Yeah. Just make a really dumb face. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Wear a silver mask. <laughs> I love this guy. I love, I love this Pat. guy. I'm joking. Uh, I, I love this guy. Um, bring on the hate. Pat McAfee and the newly crowned NXT Tag Team Champions 1-2, the Brit and Brawlers, um, Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch come down. And they're in suits now. You see, they look different all of a sudden. Mm. You, you win some gold, you have money. That's what they're trying to tell us. He says, Halloween Havoc. They're all in the ring, by the way. Pat says, Halloween Havoc is the second best night in NXT history next to last week. Because last week, I stole the show. Well, just like I stole the show, when I stepped into the ring and fought Adam Cole, I gave him everything I got. I put on a hell of a fight, and he beat me, but he didn't even say good job or nice try. He didn't say shit. He didn't say anything. Adam Cole is a bum. (laughs) (laughs) So I made a call to Ridge Holland, and I said, hey, you want to make some money? And he said, nah, I want a car. I said, cool, man. What kind of car you want? He said, I want a Mercedes. So I gave him a Mercedes. But then he had his leg fractured in 700 pieces <laughs> and places. <laughs> He's like, well, so my whole plan already was over. So then I thought, what can I do next? The guy I've been paying off can't do my bidding anymore. So I went to the guy who took out my guy. And then he went to his guy and said, should we do this? And they both said, No, but then I had to make them the money deal and they took it. So they, they had the loss to undisputed era on TV for the, the number one contendership. Right. And after losing, they were like, fuck this. We keep losing. All right. Give me your money. (laughs) Pat, give me your money. Maybe we'll be better for, you know, pushed Adam Cole. Sorry. Undisputed era's music hits, but Kyle O'Reilly. Walks out alone, by himself, and as he's coming down to the ring, he looks as if he's he's gonna try to take on all three of these guys. He's fired up that that these guys have have taken out his boys, his crew, undisputed era. But as Kyle comes down here, he's looking he's looking like he's ready to do it. Someone's music hits. Someone we haven't seen in a little while, and that someone is 
Pete Dunn. Peter, he shows up looking jacked, that is. He's he's had a good quarantine, Ooh, that guy. Jeez, wow. Pete Dunn comes down to the to the, like the entrance ramp up with Kyle. He has two steel chairs in his hand. They both get up onto the apron. He gives Kyle one of his chairs. They get into the ring, and Oni, Birch, and Pat get out of the ring. And it's Kyle and Pete kind of scaring them off with the chairs. But then... Pete Dunn swings his chair to the back of Kyle O'Reilly, knocking him down. They all get in the ring. They all beat down on Kyle. They stomp him. Pete Dunn does his arm stomp. He, he, he broke his fingers. He broke his fingers. Wow, it's been a while. He breaks his fingers. He does the elbow stomp on this chair. They then hit the assisted DDT onto a chair. And Pat McAfee on the mic says that we are the kings of this brand Get out of here, cauliflower Kyle. This was fantastic. Um, Pat McAfee, I, I think we, we've we spoke very highly of him in the past. <laughs> but this guy just can do it. He can really do it. On the mic, he's just fantastic. And he actually made sense of this whole story, which you don't actually often get in wrestling. Yeah. But he was like, yeah, I hired Ridge Holland. And then this guy took him out. So... Fuck Ridge Holland. I want this guy. <laughs> it makes so it's much essentially sense. what he said. Because just a week ago, we're going, well, <laughs> wait, wait a sec. Why would one, two be now with Ridge? Because Ridge was trying to take him out. It's yeah. like, yeah, I hide them after that. Pete Dunne being in the mix as well. I mean, any other year, I'd expect we're heading towards war games. War games! I don't know if they're going to do that. But the idea of... Um, Pete versus Kyle is very attractive to me as well. I think we're getting war games. And I think we will. Um, I think we're going to get that singles match as well, which is um, great. Ooh, Kyle point. versus Pete. Kyle versus Pete. Damn. And I think instantly we're, we're saying about it feeling stale, NXT, and those kind of top guys just being kind of the same for a while. I think Kyle O'Reilly and Pete Dunne, like stepping into those roles is an excellent idea. Yeah, no, I think I think that's there's so many fresh matchups there. I mean, Pete Dunne and one two, meaning Oni and Danny, they should hate Undisputed Era just because the Undisputed oh, Era baby been fucked over them yeah, so much. Yeah. Out of all of them, Pete Dunne and and one two have been attacked like the most Absolutely. through the years. Realistically, Absolutely. So just because Undisputed Era are good guys now just doesn't like they're like nah, fuck you. Yeah, you you fucked us up a lot and. And Pat McAfee doesn't need to wrestle all the time for this feud. But as a mouthpiece, yeah. I think he's great. And I love how he's just, he's like, yeah, I've got a, mate, a lot of money, basically. But not yeah. not doing it in your classic kind of, like, sort of EC3, like, I'm wealthy. He's just like, yeah, he broke his leg. It was an expensive mistake. I moved on. Just because he's got so much money. He's like, yeah. yeah, that sucked. I bought a Mercedes <laughs> and the guy's now on the shelf for a year. Like, that sucked. But, hey, I got a load more money. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's not... That's a good heel character. Yeah, I, <laughs> it's great. I love it. <laughs> it's for the brand. For the brand. Yeah, uh, I I guess Pat McAfee's going to wrestle in war games. I, I, that, I would assume so, yeah. He's doing a moon off the top. Double moon off, Double the, moon off, the, off the top. Double moon off the top, yeah. <laughs> uh, he mentioned they're the kings of the brand. Kings of this brand. Do you think they're called the Kings, the Three Kings, the Four Kings? I think just the brand. The is brand. Good for me. I think that's what I think they're going to go with. The brand's but, good. Yeah. The Kings of the brand. The 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 Pat Pack. 
Yeah. The Pat Pack? Yeah, the Pat Pack. <laughs> we have William Regal with Cameron Grimes. And Cameron Grimes is is really scared. And William Regal's like, no, it's it's a nice van. It's free candy inside. Get inside. Go inside. And Cameron Grimes opens the door and it's Michael Hayes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, I've, I'd have gone, nope. <laughs> Close the door. Nope. It's good. Dexter Loomis wins. Good night. <laughs> so Cameron Grimes gets in the van, and now they're going to drive. Wait, so is Michael Drives driving him? Michael I Hayes don't know. Driving? Our feed went funny at this point. Suddenly, there's Michael Hayes on our TV. Um <laughs> It's interesting because Cameron Grimes is kind of a free bird. His theme is a ripoff of free bird. So, uh, yeah, I liked it. I dig it. I don't understand why. Remember when Johnny had that picture of him too? Oh, yeah. Dogs. Well, he's just there, I guess. Yeah, yeah, everyone loves him. So they're like, yeah, why not? Uh, We have our next match. It is for the Cruiserweight Championship. Again, once being defended on a Halloween Havoc. Years later. And... We have our first heel of the night. Yes. You know what I mean by that? Yes. Yeah. Jake Jake Atlas. Atlas. (laughs) Jake Atlas comes out. No costume. No nothing. No. And then you have his opponent, the cruiserweight champion, Santos Escobar, come out with this epic entrance with uh, Legato del Fantasma by his side. They're all wearing the half... Like, face-painted, Day of the Dead type thing. Yeah, uh, like the Sugar Skull. Yeah, yeah. But Santos's gear is what we all thought we'd see tonight. And it was from him. The Rey Mysterio Halloween Havoc purple with the question marks all over it. This guy looked epic with this. And then he's standing in the ring against Jake. And I'm like, Jake, you really didn't make anyone want to cheer for you here tonight. Yeah, and I, I almost wonder if it's deliberate because that's how the whole match felt as well yeah but we're watching it and we we want to get into halloween and so okay damien priest as you said hasn't really changed his gear up but he's coming out with the guitarist same with eo eo's not in costume but yeah. she's having poppy right and Spoilers, then whoa. and then you've got uh this guy just like jake legado del fantasma your heel unit looking so cool. Proper in the so suits cool. and the... And referencing, like, previous Halloween Havocs and that sort of stuff. And then Jake Atlas in his white trunks. Come on, man. Look, last week... That we... being said, if I was told, right, you're going three minutes, I might have not bothered. Yeah, all right. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, look, Jake Atlas put on a hell of a show last week in that six-man tag, mm. and he definitely earned an opportunity to face Santos. And that is what happened here. And I'd say... Maybe maybe only one of my disappointments here tonight is the fact we didn't really get this match, in my opinion. Um, we have a meteor early on in the corner from Santos. Jake fires back, eventually hits a German suplex here, goes up top and hits the cartwheel DDT, his finishing move, but his boys on the outside put Santos' foot on the ropes, therefore it's broken up, it's rope break. And while Jake goes on the outside to, to kind of handle the business, like, hey, don't get interfered in my, my match, one of the guys, I'm not sure if it was Raul or, or Wild, but they are now wearing one of those... Raul, ma- yeah. I believe, yeah. He's got one of the luchador masks on, and he headbutts Jake, and of course we realize it's the gimmicked, loaded mask, rolls Jake back in, and then it's... Santos, who picks up the pieces with the the new move he's been using, that knee. It's like a kind buster. of suplex into a 
like knee to the face. Yeah, yeah, it looks cool. Uh, I think it's a pretty cool move. Not really sure if it hurts that much, but he hits it and he pins Jake, and it's over. And I'm like, oh, okay. So you don't think having a knee in your face would hurt? Uh, just like out of all the moves we see in wrestling, this one doesn't look like it does the most. I th- I think it looks pretty cool. I I, I, I think it looks cool. And I think it's especially it after the like headbutt, you've been headbutted with a loaded no thing, and then I'm kneeing you in the head. I think I think I compared it to. Uh, Ishimori's Taiji Ishimori's uh, knee thing. He does something similar. Right. His looks more vicious, but I guess it's a knee to the face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it looks cool. He pins Jake, and yeah, we thought Jake would definitely kind of get more of a. It this just to me felt like Jake Atlas is just a little blip, and Santos Escobar is moving on to something bigger because yeah. he came out looking like the star. Um, as soon as the match started. Like, they didn't start off by grappling. He just kicked Jake in the head to start the match. And apart from that cartwheel DDT, it was all Escobar for me. It was very quick, Um, which makes me think them probably moving on to just something else. And they wanted him to look very strong coming out of They this. did that. He looks like a star here. Yeah. Like, he's got the look. He's had the outfit. He had the move. Yeah, his his boys helped him win, but that's that's wrestling. Uh, I was a little disappointed we didn't get like a classic cruiserweight match here, mm. to be honest. That's my okay. only downside of this, but it made him look really strong. Poor Jake. We have a video for Ember Moon, and it's her like working out and getting training and doing moves in the ring, and she's she's gonna go through the entire NXT women's division. It's this, yep. Starting with Dakota Kai. Yep. She says next week. Yep. So that's a match we'll get next week. She's going to drive for miles. We have Shotzi. I just have in my notes here, Shotzi is amazing. (laughs) So she must have done something great. Yeah, she does. I think she, didn't she introduce the haunted house of Yes. She's getting ready to throw. She's like, hey, coming back, we're going to go live to this house. Probably not live. Definitely not live. To the haunted house of terror. And we're going to see this match and it's coming up and she's just loving it. She's all, she's looking mad spooky and I love it. So we come back and we do see it's uh Shotzi as Alvira here looking, looking great. And she says, let's go. And we go to the haunted house of terror. We hear, uh, don't chase the dead, a song by Marilyn Manson off his new album. <laughs> so he's still in wrestling he still has music in wrestling good for him i heard mixed reviews about this album yeah i'm also remember we had tickets to see him on my birthday you're still i'm still sour yeah Yeah. no i don't blame you we had tickets to manson and zombie on my birthday a few years ago we're like just getting there and it's like uh manson did a rail of fentanyl he won't be performing tonight i'm like okay i'm not listening to you anymore (laughs) i shouldn't have been in the first place (laughs) he's okay it's like but you can stick around and see rob zombie and like ah we're good. <laughs> I wanted to see Zombie, but I wanted I want to, to see, see both. I wanted to see both, so we, we got it was like, back. get your money back, yeah. or don't get anything back and stay around for Rob Zombie to play in an hour. Yeah. We were like, nah, yeah. let's go to the pub. Yeah, yeah. It's all, it's all right. It's all right. I don't forgive him. No. <laughs> uh, someone actually mixed Beautiful People with the new SmackDown intro, and it looked really cool. I love Beautiful People. It was a great tune. Uh, Trent Reznor's better, though. We go to the Haunted House of Terror, and we see Cameron Grimes. And he's entering this this thing, and he's scared. And he's looking for Dexter, but he can't find Dexter. And you kind of see him hiding in a tree, it looked. Is it? It's like Dexter's moving around. Yeah, Grimes is going around, and he's, like, very, very scared. And he's like, is this the right place? But then trying to, like, 
be tough guy as well. He's clearly terrified, but he's like, oh, I'm coming to get you. I'm, I'm, I'm Cameron Grimes. So Cameron Grimes. And we see, yeah, Dexter just sat in a tree behind him watching on. Cameron's like, opens the door to this house and he looks around and he's like, I don't think this is the right house. <laughs> and then he looks around and he's like, huh, I've seen bigger. And then a tricycle, but with no one on it. Rides by in another room, drives by, and he looks over and he's like, Dexter, I, I didn't, I didn't know you had any kids. There's this giant, like, deer head as well. That That's what he says. Him. Yeah, I've seen bigger to the dead, the stuffed head. He then goes into another room and we see the ref of the match, the referee, but he's in the corner, facing the corner, the Blair Witch. Yeah. And Cameron's like, Hey, you, you all right, man? And he, <laughs> and he turns him around, but the refs, turned into a demon he just goes ah! and he's like holy so he runs up the stairs and he goes into another room of the house and cameron grimes goes into the bathroom the washroom here and he looks and sees that someone's in the shower and we see a silhouette of a, of a woman and you can hear someone taking a shower and he's like oh dexter i didn't know you had a sister <laughs> okay just gonna stop what do we we all, love, we all love Cameron Grimes. Yeah. But I think here he's like trying to cement himself as a heel in 2020. Yes. If you walk in on someone's sister showering, don't undress and get into the shower. So James Bond is the only person that can get away with that. Uh, so Cameron Grimes is like, what do we got here? And starts, he says, huh, taking a shower, eh? I've been feeling a little grimy myself. And as he takes off his vest slowly, he's like, is he still wearing his hat? Probably. Takes off his hat. He's getting ready to take off. He's ready to go full gear. Yeah. And he opens the shower curtain, revealing this terrifying, scary woman, like contortionist doing all sorts of things and totally scares the shit out of him. He runs, he screams, he turns around, he leaves. He still has his trunks on, though. He's, he's all right. He leaves there, and that's when Dexter Loomis finally attacks him in this haunted house. And then he's, he, tried to, he tries to escape from Dexter. He's running all through this house. This is a, a cinematch, if you haven't gathered that yet. <laughs> <laughs> and then another, I'm, I have Scary Lady, attacks him. Yeah, it, it looked to me... We, we had a mixture of, like, zombies. We had a mixture of these, like, bendy women, I kept calling contortionists, them. Contortionists, yeah. They were contortionists. Yeah, they're great. We seem to have, I don't know, um, I think I watched it with you, actually, the um, the people from Us. You know, the yeah. doppelgangers. Yeah, yeah. Because they, it seemed to be, like, not quite zombie stage yet, but, like, yeah, these people that have been living in the sewers for these yes. other people yeah us they were creepy they got five on it uh there's then cameron grimes who's being chased by this one scary contortionist lady it looks like they got some of these people from halloween horror nights over at universal in orlando there they're like hey you guys got nothing to do yeah although they're open never mind circus or <laughs> yeah, something like that yeah, yeah yeah so he then cameron grimes takes one of these zombie women and throws her into a, like a lake he just kills her he just kills the zombie can you kill a zombie <laughs> I'm <laughs> yeah you go for the head yeah you? you kill the head yeah no wade barrett later on tonight goes is oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so cameron grimes throws the zombie into a lake and then he realizes all the zombies and demons and creatures that he ran into the house 
They're all coming out of the house now to chase him. So he goes into the van, that's the sketchy van that's left outside. He gets into it and realizes it's not Michael Hayes driving now. It's Dexter Loomis. So he screams, he gets out of the car and just books it. He starts running. And the the whole of this part of... Sorry, it then says to be continued. To be continued. The whole thing with this is Loomis is playing the the Michael Myers. He's not running. He's never running after Cameron Grimes. He's always just walking. He's always just appearing yeah. in places. And is always the, the kind of big scare amongst all these other bendy ladies and <laughs> zombie people. Uh, part one, I... I fucking love this. <laughs> this was so ridiculous. Yeah, this is nuts. This isn't really wrestling. It's just a wrestling character. I'd like to in this. go back because I felt some of the scares just seemed like typical horror maze. Blah. Yeah. And then others, you had things like uh, the Tricycle and uh, Blair Witch Project. I want to s- look back and see if like there were more, more. movie well, You mentioned us. Yeah, yeah. us. I, I want to see how many more there are. Uh, but... I I thought this was great. Um, I think Dexter Loomis is not going to be my favorite wrestler. I don't think he's going to be on many people's list as favorite wrestler when it comes like bell to bell. But you've got to give this guy credit. How he's been in NXT for how long now? Yeah, he's been here. He's for never a while. said a word, and and is still kind of somewhat interesting in in kind of this scenario. Yeah. Uh, so I think they've done a pretty good job with him and just the perfect foe in Cameron Grimes who's just so entertaining running around being piss scared of this guy. This was this was like a movie. This yeah. was like a TV show. Like a guy running through... It's like when you watch a normal TV show that isn't a scary thing and then they have their Halloween episode. It's like a tree has a horror, really. Yeah. This was that, a haunted house of terror. This was so much better than the Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt one. Oh, God. WrestleMania? No, they did a haunted house. Oh, match. right, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So much better than that. Uh, it was a lot better than a lot of the other um, like cinematches this year. It was. It's not that hard. You just hire people that actually know how to do this stuff, and then just yeah. film it properly. I, I, I thought this was a lot of fun. Uh, obviously, we love our horror movies here, and it, it did. This whole show did justice, but this did justice of of horror meeting wrestling for whatever reason. But it's too to be continued. Yes. So we got it. We'll talk about, we'll talk about what later. happens later because Cameron Grimes just made a break for it. He's just running away from this van. So we'll find out what happens later with that. But it's time to find out who's the biggest, who's the baddest, who's the. I have big lass wrestling. Big Lass Wrestling. <laughs> Usually we say Big Lads, but we say in Big Lasses Wrestling because it's Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Gonzalez. One-on-one, we're going to find out who is the baddest in NXT. Uh, Raquel, I'm not sure if she's in costume, so she's also a heel here tonight. Yeah, she didn't make an effort. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> and Rhea Ripley just stuck the Babadook? On her pants? Rhea, Rick, Rhea Ripley's got, like, the Babadook on, on her, like... On her pants. On yeah. her pants, yeah. Is it the Babadook? It is the Babadook. You thought it was something else. I thought else. it was Momo. Momo. Um, I don't know. It didn't have the hat. At a- the Babadook's all about the hat. <laughs> Cameron Grimes is the Babadook. Cameron D- I'm Grimes surprised there was no Babadook reference in that haunted... <laughs> yeah, true. Maybe there was. Maybe, Maybe we missed, we missed it. it. Yeah, we gotta watch that back. So, it's Rhea Ripley versus Raquel here. Uh, one-on-one. And Rhea Ripley is kind of 
dominating Raquel, but she then uh, drop kicks Raquel to the outside. They're then fighting around the self and around the the ring. And you know how there's that like glass and or plexiglass or whatever glass plastic. And like now there's like a cage wall for the crowd there. Yeah. By the way, the crowd has like fake mannequins with Halloween costumes on, which is the attention <laughs> to detail tonight was above beyond. But Raquel picks up Rhea Ripley and power bombs her against the cage part here. Looks great. And starts beating down on Rhea Ripley here. Uh, when they go to commercial, when they come back from commercial break, they do that pan of the graveyard where they're like, hey, we're back and come through and then go back to the match, which I was like, oh, that's so awesome. Uh, Gonzalez has Rhea locked in the gory special. I absolutely love this move. Uh, but she doesn't quite hit like the the Shingo Noshigami no. type move, like the, the gory special, the gory the, yeah. bomb. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't do that. She should. It looks great. Uh, but somehow Rhea gets out of her submission, fights back, and then locks in her hers, which is the prism trap. But somehow uh, Raquel manages to eventually fight out of that. She picks up Rhea and hits the Tour of the Islands. There's another G1 reference there for you. Hits the Tour of the Islands, the power slam, but it's only a two count. Rhea is now up top and Raquel is fighting her and throws her like overhead off to the mat, but can't quite pin her. Rhea gains some offense, eventually hits the pump handle into the tornado bomb, and Rhea Ripley hits the riptide. Their moves are kind of similar. I'd say Raquel's looks more deadlier. I'd, I'd say Raquel's sim- the bigger of the two, I'd say. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. But it's Rhea who hits the riptide and pins Raquel. Rhea Ripley's the biggest and the baddest and the strongest. Not the EST, but you know what I mean. I feel, I feel Rhea is someone ever since that whole... It was a year ago, the Build to Survivor series last year, where everyone's going, okay, she's going to be main roster bound. And then you had the WrestleMania match with Charlotte where you go, okay, so they're doing this and then she's main roster. I feel she's she's been... She she hasn't been there too long, like, but she she feels like she's due to move on for yeah. me. So, But this match here told me kind of maybe she's the next in line for EO. Um, I was kind of surprised. I, I saw Raquel winning because I, I think... I can see them building stuff behind her as well. Um, the match itself, I, I actually really enjoyed. Again, uh, so far, everything is just working with me on this show. I thought they... It, it was cool. We we don't often see big lass wrestling, right? Mm. We, we often see the David Goliath kind of matches. And uh, both these women are really good. Someone in the YouTube room compared uh, Raquel to Nia Jax, but can actually work. <laughs> and I know that sounds harsh on Naya, but yeah, I know what you mean. It, she's got a that great like presence that, to be fair to Naya, she has. Like she's bigger and looks scary, and I right. think Raquel does have that, but can actually put on some really good matches. Um, but yeah, I see this with now Rhea moving back into the title picture, which doesn't interest me too much. I feel she should just make the hop to the main roster at this point, but. If that's the way we're going, cool. Okay. Yeah, I kind of I, I agree with you. You mentioned it was like a year ago when you thought we thought, oh, she could already be going. And then she had the feud with Charlotte. You definitely thought she was gone with that after that, but she's still here. Uh I feel like she's more of a WWE main roster type wrestler. I think so. And just for me, I don't find her character particularly likable. I didn't really She had a great outfit tonight too. Though. She looked great. She looked yeah. spooky, yeah, great. I didn't particularly find her like too much of a baby face 
She's a bully. Raquel? She's a, like mean. She is. She's a meanie. She always meh. She probably did it. At, we always call her a bully, and then we watch the next week, and then she's like literally doing like Nelson from Simpsons. It's like, oh, she's mean. So yeah. she should just be a bad guy. So maybe this turn, maybe she turns in a taxi, that, and that's the problem. That would make her way more interesting yeah, for me. Yeah, definitely. Because at the moment, she's a baby face who I don't like. I don't like, but I'm aware of her like talents i'm right. aware she's good and she's got a great presence but yeah. i think she's just miscast right now i think her as i think rhea ripley as a heel makes a lot more she is the nightmare after all so i mm. feel like i feel like turning and she looks scary she has like the gimmick that first may young classic where she was the bully in that like she was so great like mm. she was so interesting to me i just don't see her as a baby face uh i i Kind of wanted Raquel to win, but if they're turning Rhea and going that route, maybe it does make sense, but I guess we shall see. Uh, before we go to break here, we see Cameron Grimes has been running from the other, from the house. He's just running and he's down some side streets in so like, Florida. I think he's running towards the performance. He's coming center. back here. He's running all the way here. Run, I'd have called Cameron. Ember Moon. I'd be like, can you put me up on your motorbike? <laughs> yeah. She knows those streets well. Yeah. They're miles. We say kilometers here in Canada. We come you back. You do. I, I still say. Miles. You say. You say miles say back miles, home. Yeah. Oh, okay. We've been been. I think you would have like some other name for it. We're very mix. Like we we are a very big mix of imperial and uh, decimal. It's weird. Imperial. Is that what you call it? And rebel. What? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we come back from commercial, and we see the the back of someone, and they're dressed as Hulk. Hogan and they're doing the flexing they're talking and Hulk Hogan talks they're saying brother and it turns around they turn around it's Drake Maverick dressed as Hulk Hogan uh to to be fair he was a pretty good Hogan he was pretty really good Hogan. I mean the the tan wasn't far off we know Drake Maverick loves the tanning bed uh yeah I it wasn't a bad Hogan no I mean I don't want to talk about Hulk Hogan but uh it was a good Hulk Drake Hogan, Hogan is a massive improvement yeah <laughs> Drake Hogan looked great. Uh, I thought he did. And I want to talk about the... Let's talk about the biggest heel of the night. Legit, biggest, mean, evil person of this entire night. And I'm not even... I, this is a this is a shoot. Mackenzie Mitchell. Oh. What a... No fun Mackenzie. Yeah, no fun Mackenzie. Look at this. He's hulking up. He's doing the posing. He's doing it all. And he's like, hey... Uh, What's going on, like Mackenzie, brother? And she's no, like, he he goes, well, let me tell you something, Mean Gene. Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. And she's like, I'm Mackenzie. My name's Mackenzie. <laughs> and he's like, uh, okay, well, well, like the Hulkster here. And she's like, you're not Hulk Hogan. You're Drake Maverick. <laughs> what a bitch! And he's even making fun of himself. Yeah, he's like, check out these two point four inch pythons. Like he's taking digs at himself. But yeah. yeah, he's just wanting he's, to have fun. He's How, being a bitch. It, I'm sure I've said this story before, but. Did a, had like a heroes and villains night out back home once. We went to, uh, like Watford at town center was hitting up the clubs. Right. All dressed as superheroes. And the birthday boy had, was dressed as Thor and right. had Mjolnir, Thor's hammer. Right. So he's putting it in like the middle of the street and we're all going up to it, like pretending to try and pick yeah. it up and like, oh, 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 I can't lift it. You'd have Hulk go over. <laughs> And like managed to move it slightly. And then we had even police came. They had photos trying to lift it. And then some random twat walks past and's like, not even heavy. <laughs> no shit. It's not real. We're just having fun. 
And it's like, but he's saying, look at these losers. It's not even heavy. That was Mackenzie here. She didn't want any part of this. It's like, Mackenzie, you have an orange dress on. You clearly dressed for the occasion. You're dressed as Halloween Havoc host, interviewer, but then you just decide to not sell people's costumes. (laughs) You are a Grinch, Mackenzie. Can you imagine she interviewing The Fiend and she's like, no, you're Bray Wyatt. You're Bray Wyatt. Uh, you're, you're, Bray not, Wyatt. <laughs> you're not Drake Maverick. You're whatever your real name. What? That, that was, Obviously, someone told her to do this in a I know, script, I know. but we're taking the piss out of her. But like, yeah, no. The biggest heel of the oh, night, yeah. Mackenzie. You need to sort it out. What's she going to do on Christmas or how she's, holidays? She's the character in those horror films where you go, please help me. Call the police. I've got someone after me. No, I think you're crazy. <laughs> no, I don't believe you. No. I I just thought she was really mean here to Drake yeah. Maverick. Because you know what? His costume was lit. His he looked great. great. Yeah, well done, Drake. Yeah. But it's not over because Drake is now attacked by a giant and a Yeti. And when I say Yeti and giant, I'm pretty sure it's the WCW giant and the Yeti. Yes. Yeti. <laughs> it's the Yeti. <laughs> A yeti, which I, still confuses me to this day, why a yeti is a, a mummy. mummy. Yeah, They're why very was the yeti? Yeah, wait, why was the yeti a mummy? I don't know. He was a ninja as well at one point. I think so. They like sandwich Drake here, squash him, and then the camera pans and we see the Shockmaster, who takes off his helmet, and it's Killian Dane, who now looks over at Drake on the floor and is like, <laughs> "That's a good one," and just kind of like. Walks it and he says, "You fell on your arse," and then walks away. Great well, yeah, costume. D- no, Drake had a go at um, at Killian first because he was like, "Your he men looked. are fall over." Yeah, and so he's like, I'm not "Look, falling. I set all that up stuff up." He's like, "Nah," <laughs> and then Drake falls. <laughs> Their costumes are great, and they, I love yeah. these guys. This was a proper spot for these two, like a good little. And actually, Dane starting show off more personality. I think he's he's getting more comfortable. Yeah. in the role as well. Yeah. Um, Kind of look like Killian Dane right now. Yeah, yeah. I got no shirt on. I'm in my. I mean, he does. Does he wear a vest? He wears a vest. Oh as man, well. I could be anyone in You've a vest. You've got the hair of Killian Dane as well on my body. On your body, <laughs> not quite. Not quite. It says it says you, Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of body hair on our YouTube live tonight. That's for sure. Uh, I don't have quite the back as Dane. No, like he's. It's a. It look, it's as furry as your vest. <laughs> I bet Matt Bloom likes it. Not Matt Bloom. That, yeah, that's yeah. his name. Yeah, Albert, Matt yeah, Bloom. Yeah. yeah, I bet he loves him. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> everyone wanted us to be Drake and Killian Dane, and we said no. That's why we ended up the way we did. So let's just be happy. Uh, we'll be. You know what? We'll be next year. I'll be Killian Dane as the Shockmaster, and you be Drake as Hogan. No, I think <laughs> Killian Dane and Fandango would just recycle this. <laughs> What am I going to do with this hangman wig? Who can I be? Anyone? Edge? Triple H? Yeah. Th- Literally any, of any wrestler who had long hair? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, we then cut to Cameron Grimes, who's now ran the entire way. He's full on gassed. He, he's all sweaty. He shows up to the CWC, walks past the crew. He enters the arena. He's been running the whole time. He's out of breath. He's huffing, he's puffing, but as he makes his way to the ring, he walks through the graveyard and, well, the demons and zombies, ghouls and goblins have all 
followed him the here. The Bendy Ladies. The Bendy Ladies are here. The Halloween Horror Night people are here. The lights all change. It's now dark and spooky. There's smoke machines. It's full oh, on. Wade is losing his mind about these smoke machines. <laughs> he like brings it up about three times because I assume where he sat, he's just completely covered. And he's like, yeah, there's I can't see a thing. It looks like when we hotbox the BDE. We don't do that. Yeah. We, we respect. <laughs> uh, Grimes is terrified of all these, th- the shot here. So now it's like we've left the Haunted House Cinematch and it's come back to the actual ring. So it's like changing it from the film to more so the live atmosphere uh, aspect here. And he's es- trying to escape all these scary women dressed as zombies chasing him and goes into the ring. But it's filled with smoke, the fog, the mist, if you will. And Dexter Loomis appears, and he attacks him. He starts beating down on on Cameron Grimes here, who keeps trying to like escape. And then there's the zombies, and like everywhere he's running here, it's all a gimmick. The set we mentioned is all there's a graveyard and stuff. He's running, and in every it reminds me of the Thriller music video. There just need to be more red leather, and we'll get we'll get more red leather in a little bit. We definitely see guys. I'm pretty sure Graves hits the cave in on a zombie. <laughs> Grimes. Gr- yeah. yeah, sorry. Grimes hits the cave-in on the zombie, like the zombie from ECW, like the zombie. <laughs> it looks like oh, him. Is it, it looked like him. I thought it was one of the women. I oh, my like, God. Um, you thought he came But, in? yeah, I, this is where it became, like, a weird wrestlers versus zombies, like, arcade game. Yeah. Because Grimes is just, like, people running towards him, so he's hitting the cave-in. Cave-in. Um, Beth had quite a good line, because she's like... Oh, to Vic and yeah. Wade. You should be getting out of there, guys. <laughs> she goes, um, zombies eat brains. I think Grimes might be okay. <laughs> but you guys should get out of there. Uh, and that's when, that's when Wade also, he's like, they hit the cave in on the zombie. He's killing the zombies. And Wade yells, can you kill a zombie? <laughs> can you, can you kill a zombie? Uh, as, <laughs> As Grimes hits the cave and he gets into the ring and then once again walks backwards into into Loomis and uh, Loomis hits the Uranagi into the arm triangle submission hold known as the silence and Cameron Grimes passes out. He doesn't even tap out. He just goes to sleep. The silence, the sounds of silence and Dexter Loomis wins this match. The haunted house of terror match is over. So I put up a little poll on Twitter after yeah. this match because these kind of matches divide people. We saw with the dinner debonair last week, you either love this stuff or you hate this stuff. So I put thoughts on the Haunted House of Terror match. Lit or trash? <laughs> ah. And 29.5% of people thought it was trash, which meant 70.5% percent of people thought it was lit and i am in that 70.5 percent i fucking loved this this was this was so much fun to watch as a wrestling fan like you mentioned it reminded you of like a video game or movie yeah it's cameron grimes who is a wrestler i we've been watching him on tv for quite a while now who's escaping zombies it's a halloween special all our regular wrestling mentalities out the window from the beginning of this show and yeah i watch wrestling for match quality but once in a while this is this is the night Especially to do Especially when it's a whole show that you know yeah. this is the kind of stuff you're going to get. I think it, this was fun. it all comes down with how how much you throw yourself into it. That's why I liked the Dinner Debonair last week. Because people would go, oh, if WWE did this, it would be shat on. 
It's like, yeah, because they probably do it badly. And I thought they did a really good job. Like they sounded good and they were like in time with their dancing. I feel the same here. Last time we saw a match like this, it was Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. I'm sorry, Randy Orton isn't the kind of wrestler you should have in these kind of matches. Cameron Grimes, this over-the-top crazy guy who wants to go to the moon, um, (laughs) being in this kind of match. Yeah, the serial killer character being in this match. Yeah, like, it worked. Yeah, it did. But you don't want to put, like, I don't know, Bobby Lashley in this. It wouldn't be the same, you know? Exactly, it would be terrible. But it perfectly worked with these two characters. Um, I liked a lot of the scares. I loved all the the Bendy zombies. Um, Shout out Bendy zombies. Shout out Bendy zombies. I don't know if I'd be running away from those zombies. Some of those zombies. Also, someone in the chat, Frank, has reminded us that the ECW zombie has actually passed away. So rest in peace, uh, ECW zombie. Uh, But... um, yeah, this was this was a lot of fun. This was so much fun. A guy escaping, going through. I was getting all these horror movies. You're mentioning the the earlier part with like it reminds you of movies. It's like he's it's Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, whatever. It's like so much fun. Mike Hogan in the room, who I forgot to mention was dressed as Pete Dunne tonight. Oh yeah, um, he just kept saying, "Don't break jacked. your fingers." Uh, <laughs> he pointed out there was one point where one of the zombies was kind of in the corner of the room. It was very like hereditary. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Loads of other little All nods. these things, yeah. I would have liked um, if Grimes hit the cave-in on multiple zombies. I thought that would have been really <laughs> On the bendy really ladies. Cool. Um, <laughs> you just really wanted to see... Oh, inter- sorry, that was right. Inter-gender, One of the bendy ladies did a crossbody as well. <laughs> right. Oh, right, Good, yeah. Like, zombie press. They did a koala challenge. Dexter did, Loomis yeah. was, like, hosting this zombie lady who, like, climbed around all over his body, koala challenge, and then he pressed her into Grimes, which is just funny to watch. Yeah, this is so ridiculous. Would I say, like, this is a wrestling match? Not really, but it was so much fun to watch. Uh, this this was very entertaining. It reminded me of it reminded me of, of everything. The only thing I wanted after, because of, like, the way it was, like, the contortionist... Us watching at home, we're, like, laughing. Because the contortionist lady, bendy ladies, if you will, are, like, walking, crab walking, and all that stuff towards him with their scary fake... It's, it's very thriller, right? Mm. And at the very end, it said, like finished right like an old school horror movie when dexter's standing yeah. tall i would have wanted the like, end yeah the <laughs> end sorry yeah sorry finn finished finn <laughs> the end and i basically i wish you got the, the 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 end of thriller where you think it's all over and then michael jackson turns and it's his, the evil i wanted like something like that as just the last bit of it but this was this was great i i think i would re-watch this like every halloween we did a top five spooky moments this show would be all over that top five spooky moments we did a top five we recorded it today with john Cena talking about spooky moments and in, in just in wrestling this the whole show would top it was that. great but I, this, lo- yeah. I love this uh i mentioned the show needed more red leather so that's what we just got Shotzi Blackheart in her final costume change of the evening is in like a Britney Spears slash Oops, I did it again. Devil. Yeah. Oh man. I saw Britney Spears in Vegas and she does wow. every time as an angel. Mm. She's, she's flying in the air as an angel. And then she drops. And when she hits the ground, her like backup dancers all huddle her and then they fall back and there's flames. And all of a sudden she's changed into the red leather. Oops, I did it again. Fantastic bit of the that show. That could be another costume for us next year. Yeah, yeah different An- Britney. Angel and the Devil Britney. Yeah, yeah. It'd be great. Uh, so Shotzi's 
pretty much that. She's the devil. She's got devil horns on top of this whole like red leather thriller type thing. Looks great. And she says, you know, don't go anywhere. Don't change that channel. When we come back, we're going to we're going to get into this spinning the wheel business. Uh but not quite. When we come back, we are it's a what did you know? You know, WWE is like, did you know? This one actually was informative. Okay. This one said, this is the unlucky 13th Halloween Havoc. That means that the the first Halloween Havoc was on October 28th, 1989. And it's now the 13th one. That'd have been a month old. Wow. Did you you watch? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, loved it. We have a video. Before we go to our main event, there's one more thing to talk about. And that is this video sent in. By Tomasa Champa. He says, colors remain black and gold. It doesn't matter if, you know, we're talented here. NXT has changed. The talent, it's still here, but the attitude and the culture, it's all changed, and everyone walks around like they're owed something. Well, it's out with the old, in with the new, huh? You're hungry. You eat. I'm hungrier. I eat. And he sits up and throws a chair. He's more angry now and way more aggressive. He says, everybody wants to blame someone else for what they don't have. Vocation, voices, brass rings, glass ceilings. What about tweets that will get you a lot of buzz? Well, I wasn't handed anything. I was undeniable. I was the greatest sports entertainer of all time. Pause that promo for just one second. Great fucking promo from Champa. It really was. I was like, huh, you're saying some things that kayfabe-wise kind of makes sense. You're still here. We're not sure. Unpause. Velveteen Dream. (laughs) You 25-year-old prodigy oozing it factor, but you can't get out of your own damn way. Well, you hit me with a cast once. Shame on you. Twice, you're a dead man. Yeah. Next week is announced Champa versus Dream and Moon versus Kai. So yeah. Champa just basically fills in the gaps of, hey man, you you in this show? Why are you still here? You're floating around. What are we doing with you? He kind of says that. And then, well, I'll just feud with Velveteen. His his promo was was great. And I keep on I kind of keep on forgetting about Velveteen Dream's feuds. So as he's cutting this promo, I'm going, Yeah, awesome. And then it's Oh yeah, you're feuding with Velveteen Dream. Um, no, I, as always, like Champa's promos are excellent. I loved some of the lines here. Like, um, this isn't Monopoly. As you said, you're hungry, you eat. I'm hungrier, I eat. Um, yeah, I, I thought everything here sounded great. It's a shame it's for a feud against Dream. And again, I still kind of, I don't see what this guy can do here now. It's weird. Like, I, again, I just feel it's time to move on. Yeah. I feel like and I, I love this guy. I, I love watching this he's so guy. He's so good. But, and he's delivering a fantastic promo like this. I'm like, I don't just quite see where you fit in in NXT right now. Yeah, I, I, I agree. But like, that's pretty much what he's saying here too. He's like, Completely. yeah, I know everything's changed and stuff is different. But uh, it's, the way he's, he cut this promo was really good. It, it kind of reminds you like, hey, remember when this guy was cutting was the best sports entertainer. Yeah. He, he was killing it. And it shows he still can. It's just unfortunate. Yeah, he's got a feud with Dream. No one wants to see that. Mm. No one wants to see that. We now go to spin the wheel and make the deal. But first, it's the entrances. It's Sally from Jack and Sally. Candice LeRae. 
You can always find me. She comes down to the ring. And then we get a, a little, is it a re, a, a reappearance, a, a return of NXT uh, celebrity. Flow Rider? It's Poppy. Oh, Poppy. Yeah, yes. it's NXT's Poppy. Yeah, NXT's yeah. Flow Rider. Yeah. Flow Rider, Poppy. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's Poppy. You know how I know that? She goes, hi, I'm, I'm Poppy. Poppy. <laughs> Poppy's dressed as Jigsaw. I think so, yeah. Yeah. She looked awesome in kind of the, the like red and white suit. Yeah, she wants to play a game. Io Shirai then comes out while Poppy kind of, I think, lip syncs or whatever. But the, the, the whatever song this is, is crazy. This entrance is epic. Io Shirai is in like some... Bl- Io Shirai's always got cool spooky black gear and different colors and stuff. But she's her gear is, is on this next level. And the lights and lasers in this entrance is so epic. This was so cool. I don't know how you couldn't want to watch this match after watching this entrance. I think I always say this about Io Shirai's entrance, but yeah, this was this was awesome. Uh just just great visuals here. Uh almost could like give you a seizure maybe, but definitely really cool. But it's time, Shotzi Blackheart says, one last time to spin the wheel. So Shotzi spins it and it lands on T L S. You know what that is? Tables, ladders, and scares. Oh my! So it's a TLC match. You gotta they they take the title. The ref straps it into the thing. They suspend the title above the ring. The only way to win is to grab it. It's like a ladder match, but it's tables, ladders, and scares. Right away, Io Shirai hits this crazy tope suicida and love it. It's almost like a. Like a crossbody, like a yeah. diving crossbody, looks so good. Yeah, her tope is insane. She knocks Candace down and then goes under the ring to like pull out some weapons and tables and stuff because it's all there's all these weapons under the ring. As she pulls it out, there's a bag, a suspicious looking bag. As wrestling fans, we go, "Oh, are those thumbtacks yeah. or something or D and D dice?" Nope, it's body parts, <laughs> plastic Halloween. <laughs> body parts so, dollarama body parts so right? <laughs> Io Shirai just starts smacking Candace across the face across the back with it everywhere they brawl around the ringside they they fight on the announce table and Io smacks Candace with like plastic dollarama like you said <laughs> Halloween, Halloween decorations and stuff so Candace is like yeah alright smacks her with a, a monitor like an iPad or a screen it's a laptop it's yeah. a folded up what laptop what the hell computer. Wow, smacks her with it, uh, and then just starts to beat down on on Eo. But then there's knees into the stairs, um, and this is when I don't know who said it, but they're like Eo Shirai is known as the genius of the sky, but she's also the genius of her environment. I'm like, yeah, it's not as catchy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's then I want that on a shirt. The genius, the of, genius of my environment. That would be you. People would think you're like really. No, I need green. the Roman one. What was it? Wreck everything and leave. Like show up and win, I think. Show yeah. up and win. That's the one I like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> never, I'm not going there. Uh, we we have more tables being pulled out, and it's tables, ladders, and scares. There's more scares. The tables that they pull out have body chalk lines oh. over it, just like a dead. You know what? Do you, what do you like a police? What what do you call those chalk lines? I guess yeah, yeah. chalk them up. Uh, so there's now tables set up outside the ring. We'll get to that later. 
But now the there, there's chairs being thrown and smacked against each other, and Io Shirai is looking to do something nasty when she sets up these two chairs back to back, looking like she's gonna suplex Candace off onto them, but it gets broken up. Io then just makes a, like a stack of chairs in the middle of the ring, just like a pile of them, like it's it's fall time and she's cleaning up those leaves so she can jump into it. Instead, they're chairs and she's gonna throw Candace onto them. She gives. Candace a backbreaker and then laser onto those set of those those pile of chairs goes up for the moonsault but Candace rolls away and Eo just moonsaults a bunch of these chairs and looks crazy uh, and then Candace sets up one of these chairs in the ring but it's Eo who counters and suplexes Candace through it so as uh, Candace is trying to suplex in her uh, suplex her through this chair she's going remember this remember this and this I believe is. When EO turned yeah. on Candice, yeah. she hit her with this suplex on the chair. Yeah, look great. Um, so great callback here, but unfortunately EO counted it and hits her again oh, through the chair. Yeah. Um, any of these spots through chairs that are kind of set up, like set up to sit down on, not just lying down. Oh. The angles on that thing, just however you land, it's going to be so painful. And obviously the women have less kind of like muscle mass to kind of protect themselves as when some of the guys do this spot. So looked really scary, this move on Candice. It looked like Io like, helped dent the chair, but still, great-looking spot. Yeah. Just fantastic. Uh, Io then sets up Candice like, beside a ladder, and she's going to run with the, the bullet train knees. But Candice again moves out of the way, and Io just eats this ladder. Uh, but now Candice is up top, eats the Shote palm strike from Io. There's then Io, who's got a chair, goes to the 609, eats a chair, uh, then there's like a spinning chair dragon leg whip some sort in the ropes. This is, yeah, so Candice is kind of on the apron and kicks her leg in and Shotzi traps it with the chair and traps her ankle in and then uses that for the dragon screw. Yeah. Um, dragon screw in the ropes, uh, having watched a lot of Tanahashi in the last few weeks, always looks um, brutal. But with the chair as well, again, just a really cool inventive spot. Yeah, Io then goes for the 619 but misses it and Candace hits her to the back with the chair while she's like doing the stuck in the ropes from the rotation. And then I mentioned that there was those tables set up ringside. This is where Candace on the apron with Io hits a swinging neck breaker through both tables, sending them both crashing through the tables. They're both laid out like dead bodies on the chalk line through the tables. It's a crazy spot. And what's funnier is you've got the two bodies and then just a severed arm in between them. <laughs> One of those fake yeah. arms. Yeah, it's great. While they're both laying down here, Candace is, is, is stirring. She's going to try to make it inside to the ring. And we have the return of Ghostface. Ghostface shows up. It's Scream, Stab, whatever you want to call him. The Grim Reaper with the Ghostface. He goes to help Candace climb this ladder. He's like, here, climb, 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 climb. And he's helping her. But our host, our ghost host with the most, Shotzi Blackheart, still in the red leather, gets into the ring, gets involved, attacks Ghostface, and ends up electric chair dropping him onto these chairs, not leaving him out, taking him out of this scenario, and is like, no, Candace, you know, you're not, you're not doing it this way. EO then sets up a new ladder and tries to climb up to that, and they're, they're now fighting up top, Candace and EO both on different ladders, trying to grab the title, and EO shoves Candace's ladder, therefore Candace goes flying through the air, out of the ring, 
through another ladder, crashing through it. It looks like she took this knees first. Oh, it looked very, very painful. This looks scary. She goes flying, crashing through the ladder, laid out. Io Shirai grabs the title and retains Io Shirai. Still your NXT women's champion. Wow, what a what a spooky match, but what a bump Candace took at the end there. That looked nuts. Uh, after the match, Io Shirai standing tall, and even Johnny comes down ringside, is checking on his on his girl, on his on his wife, and we get uh, Io, Io Shirai celebrating with the title as we go off the air. I was kind of surprised, especially with the introduction of Ghostface earlier in the night and Johnny winning. I actually saw this as as Candice winning the title to right. close the show. Great match though. These two have such good chemistry. Um, both are fearless. Like Candice has been through a lot of like street fights in her time. Like she's been known for the kind of the, the sort of hardcore match against the Bucks and stuff like that. She's not afraid to yeah. get hardcore if she needs to. And I feel EO's the same. And we've seen them in a proper match twice now. So it was about time we saw them have like a plunder match as well. And I thought this was great. It was a, a solid like TLC match anyway, but then had all those spooky elements too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I thought this, this whole show, I haven't been negative about a single element of it. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was such a solid effort from NXT tonight. Look, this this match was a lot of fun. Io Shirai and Candice have amazing chemistry. They could wrestle a million times, and I'd still be interested. I'd still watch it. They'd still come up with new things. And they somehow landed on tables, ladders, and scares. That's what they decided to do tonight. And it was a funny, like, gimmick match, uh, to be honest. We Sorry. We watched Spin the Wheel make a deal with Vader and Mick Foley. We did the review on our Patreon this month. And it ended up being like, Texas Death Match. And it's like, okay, okay well, that's you're just doing a street fight then. And that's like earlier in the night tonight with Johnny and Priest. So I'm happy they just didn't do that. And it at least gave you some more, some sort of gimmicky thing. And then we got that with like the body parts and the tables and the, it, it was funny. And, and I liked with these two, because normally when we'll have like a hardcore match on Raw, you'll throw out your comedy acts to do this Halloween street fight kind of thing. What I liked is having two more serious wrestlers, but it's like, okay, the NXT tech crew have to set up all this stupid Halloween gimmick stuff. Yeah. But there's still serious wrestlers going in. It's like, all right, what do I have in this bag? Fucking plastic arms. Great. What am I going to do? Guess it will still hurt. (laughs) (laughs) If you hit him in the face, it'll hurt. I I really enjoyed this. Um, Yeah, look, this match match was a lot of fun. I'm happy that Io Shirai, um, like retain the title and i know it looks like nxt is not part of survivor series but io shirai is still the champion i'm not mad at it the feud could could still continue if you ask me again again i'll watch them wrestle all the time but it felt kind of final to me sure it's wrestling i mean you can always (laughs) turn back but it felt kind of final with me but yeah i would say the ladder the main event the ladder match was my match of the night just because it had it was an it still had the wrestling element where where it was a good match uh but i'm not taking away from anything i know this won't this whole show won't be every one's cup of tea but it was to me a a nice like checkout which wrestling lately hasn't really 
done that. I'm like, something's missing in this COVID era of wrestling. And finally, they just decided, well, it's Halloween. Let's just have fun and do Halloween spooky shit. And do, it was awesome. Do you see them say, um, this time next year, we're back to pretty much full capacity right. um, with attendance. Do you see them doing this as a takeover or do you see them doing it as just a regular NXT? In uh, other in other words, could you put this in an arena and will people pay for it? Or do you think this will stay as a Wednesday night uh, little thing to bump the ratings a little bit on a Wednesday? Well, Same with Great American Bash and that kind of right, thing. Right, yeah. I would want to go to one of these. <laughs> this sure, looks yeah. like a lot of fun. Imagine the graveyard and stuff. Obviously, you wouldn't be able to set it up with the crowd. Luckily, they could set up the, the gimmick stuff because there was no crowd, right? Like half yeah. of this stuff was there because they had room. So uh, I, this was such a, a great idea of them for them to just do. It's like, well, it's Halloween. It's a, it's a thing. It's been a thing. Halloween Havoc. I would say it was one of the best ones, realistically, because it had your silly, gimmicky, spooky shit, but then there was still, like, the progressing storylines and they everything. Had, they had a perfect balance, yeah, I think. They yeah. had a good balance. The, the wrestling was all solid. Um, the only, the only thing that wasn't, like, a really proper wrestling match is that Haunted House of Terror, which was so, so well done and entertaining and still had wrestling elements to it. But all the others were just really good wrestling matches in this setting. Um, yeah, I, I think the, the YouTube rumor is saying that they kind of feel this would be another Wednesday night next year. Um, oh, every year. The next year. They're going to do I it mean, again. They're, they're going to do this again. It's, yeah. it's kind of in what kind of environment are you going to do it? Uh, I, this was a home run for me, this show. I thought they did such a good job. Yeah, like how do you not? How did you not have fun watching some of this stuff, laughing and like the some of the spooky stuff, the the production value, the way it was shot, the edits, the the video, everything was so fun. I I I don't think I've had as much fun watching a wrestling event. You said fun a lot. It is. It is. I can't. I I can't stress it. That's what this is supposed to be. And like half the yeah. time, I tried. What you know, we we did our Hell in a Cell show, and I was like, man, like. This is why I don't watch some of the stuff because it's not fun to watch anymore. Wrestling, a lot of it hasn't been fun to watch, and it was the complete op. This was you said a home run, absolute. This was like definitely one of the highlights of the year of wrestling for me, and it wasn't even because of the wrestling. And it's so weird. It was because it was all spooky and and cool shit and great costumes. And shout out Shotzi Blackheart because she was awesome. She was, she was she such was a great. yeah. She was such a great like host and and the laughs and the evil looks and all the stuff she is fantastic she should be the in next in line she should just get a title shot for doing this yeah you were good you get a title shot and she should be a she will be an nxt champion in in the future but her her outfits and her scaring and all the stuff from top to bottom this was a great great show halloween havoc delivered for for me completely yeah. me too me yeah. too well let's see what other people let's see what you thought Forum.postwrestling.com. We'll read whatever questions or comments you have here on the show. And I'm going to start with Chris from Pennsylvania. I thought tonight's show was excellent. The two title matches were awesome. I thought Rhea Raquel over-delivered and the Pete Dunne heel turn was a nice surprise. I guess WWE views all British people as interchangeable since Dunne is now taking the Ridge Holland role in the group. But most importantly, I'm glad NXT spent a few weeks building this up instead of rushing certain matches to counter AEW's big shows earlier this month. The more NXT focuses on its own booking and storytelling, the better week-to-week shows will be. Nine creepy bathtub zombies out of ten. I feel uh, Pat McAfee's maybe just done with Americans. He's like, oh, I'm, I enjoy these British lads. 
Yeah, what's Pat? Man I still can. I upset. still say. I still forget. Only Lorcan's American. I'm just like. Yeah, yeah everyone remember. Only's not British, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pat just likes Brits. We go to Crooked Letter Nine. NXT prides itself on being the no-nonsense wrestling show. Halloween Havoc was an exception as the show leans into the terrors of WCW's annual tradition, full bore with the giant pumpkin and the wheel. The gear everyone had was top-notch. Shotzi held down the festivities with her many, many looks. Johnny Gargano and Candice Ray pulling from the Nightmare Before Christmas was a brilliant choice. Santos Escobar's homage to Rey Mysterio's Halloween Havoc 97 gear was awesome. A great no- night of wrestling with the North American title opener, complete with a ghost face killer. Rhea and Raquel went to war, Pat McAfee getting a new addition to his stable with the shocking return of Pete Dunne. Cameron Grimes is a laugh riot and he's a big piece of making the Haunted House of Terror's match work. Dexter Lo- Loomis's menace was tailor-made for a cinematic match and it had some pr- surprise cameos as well and the main event with Io Shirai and Candice LeRae went all out in a bonkers TLS match. Nine inflatable pumpkins out of ten. Yeah, we didn't get a great deal of feedback tonight, which oh. I, I found actually quite surprising. Whoa. But what we did get was very positive and seemed to kind of share our thoughts. Yeah, oh, usually we get way more feedback. I'm surprised we didn't. no one cared about yeah. Halloween Havoc. We're yeah. the only ones. That's it. That's all the feedback. That's it. Wow. Well, Bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we, we had a lot of... Fun, fun watching NXT Halloween Havoc here tonight, as well as our watch along in costume. Gonna get Zoom. you that made on a shirt. Just fun. A lot of fun. Friends unite. What is fun? Fun is for friends who do things together. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We will be back this week with many more shows, but we will be back next week when spooky season's all over. Yes. Yeah. We will have tomorrow. A slightly delayed shot in the dark with John Ceno yeah. for free uh, on patreon.com forward slash up next. Also, for all our patrons, the AEW review show up next show will be available tomorrow. We'll have our top five spooky moments coming out uh, late tomorrow, early Friday. Saturday, we will have our free review of Halloween. And then this Sunday, I believe I'll have the long and winding Royal Road with WH Park looking at Steve Williams versus Kenta Kabashi on the post-wrestling feed, as well as our review of Talk and Shop Amania with our Up Yours world champion, Dan Reed, coming out this Sunday. And keep an eye on the Facebook and Twitter to find next month's schedule. Um, little spoilers, we're going to be talking about the Samoa Joe title run. in Best match ever. In best match ever uh, with Benno from the you mean British some, Wrestling You just experience. said Samoa Joe title run. From ROH. Yeah, yeah. From ROH. Well, he didn't hold the title in WWE. No. Just NXT. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll also be looking at uh, November to Remember. We'll be doing a throwback review of that. Um, we'll be doing, uh, what else? We well, hey, Survivor Series month. Look, Survivor Series is coming up. And I, I, we just did, a few months ago, the greatest SummerSlam mm. ever. David, you have become a whiz with the the games, the podcast games. All our patrons are obsessed with the games, and I believe it started with a specific game, the Soul Survivor, the Survivor Series team. Yes. So I was I was like, David, that was such a great idea. Let's just do it again. We had the Dragons win last year. Yeah. With waiting. Does that mean he's got to defend? I, we'll see if he's available. 
but he he's got to defend. defend. He's, he's the defend. champion. So we did a Survivor Series game last year. Or maybe year. he'll be NXT and win it and be like, nah, not going to compete next year. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be doing a Survivor Series game. The whole schedule will be out uh, by the time you're listening to this or later this week because it will be November. But November 1st is a great time to sign up and support us here at the BDE. $5 a month North American tier gets you all the new shows we're talking about, all the shows we do weekly, the AEW shows, and every show in the bank, in the catalog at your fingertips or your ears rather so thank you for supporting go check us out again the facebook page and group up next podcast join the group because the chat is always fire follow us on twitter and instagram at up next podcast i'm dressed as hang i've been wearing this wig for way too long i gotta do some cowboy <laughs> shit let's go and just once again thank you to all the people that joined the the zoom costume party yeah today. Uh, all made an effort, which was great to see. Thank you so much for joining us. That was great. Oh, I love our our. Up I guess that's bits. going to be an annual tradition now too. Uh, okay, Halloween, it's got to be <laughs> Halloween Havoc costume Zoom party. Yeah, yeah, we'll 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 do it. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us here. I myself, Braden Harrington, or sorry, Hangman Harrington. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at the Bray D, and I am at Davy Portman. You realize I was dressed as Hangman because I have been drinking. You you like have. The, la- the story you told last week uh, got me a lot of messages. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shout you out. deserved them. <laughs> Shout out, Davey Portman. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. Wear your mask. And happy Halloween. Ahoy! Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers in select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details.